As usual, I'm intimidated and really excited. Amen. I have to admit, I got distracted three months ago. I had a psalm, and in preparing for it, I just, I just could not get over my thanksgiving, my awe, my praise of Psalmist David. Uh, you know, every every Saturday night, as individual families, we try and prepare for worship on Sunday, and our pastor has, has given us a, an email every Saturday night to prepare us for what's going to be preached, and there's a reoccurring uh, note in there, and it says, remember to pray for the young man or old man, depending on the person, that will lead us in a psalm from the inspired words of David, the greatest praise and worship leader in history. And I just, I just could not get past that, and so I'm not doing the psalm I was going to do. I just want to think about David, but I need to read a verse from the psalms because it's, it's really what David is all about. You have his name, brother. I know. <laughs> and I'm about the furthest thing from dramatic uh, like David was, but I hope I do justice in... in Lifting up the Lord Jesus Christ because that's what praise and worship is. It's Amen. it's all about Him. I love that phrase that we've been using for the last several months, and it truly is all about Him. But just stop and consider something: before you or I ever existed, before we were ever born, and long after we're dead, it's still going to be all about Him. Amen. So, from a practical standpoint, what does it mean that it's all about Him? If it's if it's going to be all about Him practically in our heart like our brother just said we got to be slaves and it's all about the heart and that's what set David apart from everybody else that's what set David on that pedestal that made him the king to be compared to everybody before him everybody after him nobody quite led up you know met up to that standard but it's something we should we should strive for and you know it's not that we worship men because we don't but we worship God, we worship the Lord Jesus Christ, and David, what made David so different? You know, King Saul, when he was the first made first king of Israel, you know, what set him apart from everybody else? From the shoulders and above, he was taller than anybody. Wow. <laughs> David, what set David apart? Psalm 119, verse 10. With my whole heart have I sought thee, Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Amen. That's what David. That's what set David apart. Yes, excellent. His whole heart was given toward the praise and the worship of God. You know, we're taught we're we're going through an amazing part of of the book of John, where we've just talked about three transcendent things that that happened, and when you think about it, the entire world was created for this drama of Jesus Christ to come into the world, to die for the sins of his elect, to be seated on his throne in heaven. And, and you know, every generation can say it, but truly, right now, we have seen more of that drama played out than any other generation on yes. the face of the earth. You know, everything that we've read about has already happened. He's sitting on his throne. He's been reigning for a thousand years, you know, for a couple thousand years now. And... This worship is all about him. But for it to be all about him in our lives, 
Yes. How can we make it all about him? It's, it's, it's with our heart. Yes. Right. Uh, the Jews rejected Jesus Christ. And I, I just want to read a little portion from Acts chapter 19, or Acts chapter 13, about David. The Apostle Paul, formerly known as Saul of Tarsus, who had killed and had hunted down Christians who worshipped the name of Jesus Christ, was given an opportunity to speak in the synagogue of the Jews after the law and the prophets were read. And he gave a short history of Israel, and then he comes to David, and he said, in verse 22 of Acts 13, he says, And when he had removed him, meaning King Saul, he raised up unto unto them David to be their king. Amen. To whom also he, being the Lord God of heaven, he gave testimony and said, and so these are the words of the Lord, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Of this man's seed hath God, according to his promise, raised up unto Israel a Savior, Jesus. Amen. Can you imagine that? Somebody who had been in synagogues hauling off Christians, standing up and declaring that Jesus Christ is a fulfillment of that, of that prophecy. How do we have a heart like David? You know, David said he sought the Lord with his whole heart. And as I was thinking about David and just in awe of, of David, I, I was thinking, how, how can we make that, you know, how can we make David's heart our heart? How can we yes. seek after God with all of our yes. heart? And the kindness of the Lord, the blessing that the Lord has given us in the character of David is just, is just unbelievable. And, you know, we know all these things. None, none of this is new. But I just want to just share with you some, some thoughts about, about David, what we know about David. First of all, we know that David is set up as a standard. We know that God said... This is David. Can you think of any higher commendation than to say that he has a heart like mine? I mean, for God to say that about you. Can you imagine him saying, Adam, you have a heart like me. Stephen or Eric or Mark, you have a heart like my heart. Oh, Lord. I mean, if he said you're as smart as me, I mean, that's impossible. But, you know, Paul tells us that wisdom puffs up. But it's to have, you know, if, if you had the holiness of God, but you didn't have his forgiveness, his graciousness, where would we be? Right. So to have a heart like David is the standard. And yet the Lord gives us, if we want to have a heart like David, we know more about David and the details of David's life than any other character in the Bible. Yes. You realize that, you know, we have been given more. You know, on one hand, I like to think of Samuel, the books of Samuel, Kings and Chronicles, he has this great big storybook about David, the man with God's heart. You know, you turn the page and you see him protecting his father's sheep, killing bears, killing lions. You know, you see David in total awe and disgust at the whole nation of Israel, unable to meet a blaspheming Goliath. You know, an entire army. You know, he's just this young man coming to visit his brothers, and he sees this giant blaspheming the God of heaven, and everybody's just standing around afraid 
he didn't, he didn't, he didn't care what people thought of him. He didn't care right. that his brothers, you know, he just said, I'll do it. You know, I'll go out there and I mean, picture it. I mean, that's dramatic. There's a, an army on this side, there's an army on that side, and there's this huge giant, not just a giant, but his armor bearer in front of him. And David says, I'll do it. He grabs five stones, goes running at him, kills the giant. Yes. Amen. And we have those stories. If we want to be like David, we have an entire storybook of David that we can right. just read through and see yes. this is what David did in this situation. This is what David did in that situation. If you know, Obviously, we're not going to be in a situation like David is, but there are smaller you know, types of events like David went through that yes. we can look at David and we say, this is what he did. And, and yet the Lord has given us even more than that. On the one hand, we have David's storybook, but on the other hand, I like to think of the book of Psalms as David's diary. You know, a diary is something that's very personal, it's very intimate, it, it, it shares things that most people don't know about you in situations. And so we have the storybook, and then we can, if we really want to study David, we can look at his diary, and we can say, you know, I don't know, particular, you know the Lord doesn't tell us exactly each psalm, what event David's talking about. But just think about all things we know about what went through David's head. Yes. We know what David was thinking when he was forsaken by his friends and family. We know what David was thinking about God's enemies, and we can think like that. We know what David thought and what he felt and how he reasoned when he was fearful. We know how he praised God. We know how he rejoiced in the Lord. So we have this storybook and this diary we can put them together, and we can say, that's what makes the heart like Amen. the heart of God. And that's just the main thing that I've been obsessed with in thinking about David. Yes. You know, all of history is about the Lord Jesus Christ. Whether we do our part, whether we decide to be a slave to sin, a slave to fear, a slave to our thoughts of what men think about us, it's all about him, but what part can we play? You know, David didn't want to sit on the sidelines. David wanted right. to take out the, the giant, and David did it. Yes, he was fearful, but he always went back to the trust in God. Yes. You know, the Lord would deliver him, the Lord would help him, and the Lord got him through each event in his life. To seek the Lord with our whole heart is is everything. I mean, that that is what will give us a successful life. That is will that is what will help us affect other people. Uh, just doing our day-to-day -day tasks without the love of God in our heart and without his things being the the end result yes. of, of what we're doing is not going to is is not going to accomplish much. No. It's not going to be what David was. Right. You know, this, one of the psalms, the psalm that I was considering was Psalm 38, which has been done a couple of times in the last couple of years. Uh, I was really fascinated by the last verse. You know, everything in David's life was geared towards serving the Lord. And in Psalm 39, David has been through a trial. And the whole purpose, you know, David had fallen and David was praying Lord to restore his strength to him before he went away and was no more. Uh, you know, so no matter what things we go through in life, no matter what events take place in our life, 
the whole purpose of our life, whether we're triumphing or whether we have failed, whether we've sinned, whether we have uh, been restored by the Lord, it's, you know, what, what's the goal of our life? The goal of David's life was to always have the strength to serve God, to glorify God, and to magnify God. That was David's desire. Yes. And that's, that, that should be our desire in everything that we do. Yes. Amen. We have an incredible blessing in the character of David. If we want to have a heart like God, if we truly want to be a servant of God, a yes. slave to God, yes. Lord, help us to look at the life of David, see what David thought, see how David acted, see how he reacted, and use that in our lives. And that that will give us a life of, of success and a life that will be pleasing to our Lord. Yes. Yes. Lord be praised. Amen. Amen.